0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of My Big Gay Podcast with
1: me Benji and me Brad giving you the life, the loves and lulls of living in London. <laughs> Two gays, one city. What could possibly go wrong?
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Morning. Nice of you to join us today. <laughs>
0: Good morning. I am so sorry that I am late. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, this is the first time ever we've recorded the same day that we've released an episode. And I set my alarm for the time that we were supposed to start recording. And I woke up in this absolute like panic messages from Brad, like, Buzz buzz. Where are (laughs) you? Wakey (laughs) wakey. Wakey wakey. But to be fair, I'm never the one that's late, but this is yeah, I have just ran out of bed. I've got two mugs of coffee and I'm desperately trying to search my personality that I left somewhere. But we're going <laughs> to, we're going to plow through. We're going to plow through. Oh my gosh.
1: We're here. We're queer. It's going to be a moment today, but it's been such an epic few months for us, hasn't it? Because it's been the Pride seasons and we yeah. just finished off our last stop on our tour for Pride. Yeah. Which was your hometown of Jersey.
0: Oh my goodness. Chan Islands Pride. It has been. So good. Like, I know we're obviously going to say that because we've been sort of just real tea. It sounds like we're saying that because we've been plugging it for a few months and I'm from here. But actually, they really, really pulled it out the bag. And I would say that it's up there with, it's even possibly my favorite pride that I've ever been to. Yeah, um, I know everyone likes different things, but it was such a strong feel of community. It wasn't trying to like outstretch itself. It was the perfect size. It had the perfect amount of things going on. And yeah, I've literally just been smiling all well, since Thursday when it kicked off.
1: The atmosphere there is amazing. Everyone is so friendly. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Everyone is there for a good time. Yeah. And obviously, uh, we were with some of the top London queens, and everyone was just so grateful that these queens have come over and and put on these amazing shows for the channel islands community honestly it was amazing
0: yeah i mean jersey has never had we've got local drag queens which are really really coming along quickly actually and, and doing a really good job but the island has never seen these top UK drag queens and when I say top UK drag queens I will actually name them all um so we had Flesh who is yes. absolutely stunning and such a I mean they're all beautiful b- they're all stunning and they're all beautiful people but Flesh actually I forget to talk sometimes when I'm talking to Flesh because of the beauty we had <laughs> uh, <laughs> page three powerhouse yeah um Tamara Thomas who has just been announced as we know for the next season of Drag Race who is just one of the most genuine lovely people I think I've yeah. ever worked with and so funny. Um, but speaking of funny, we also had misleading. I mean... It cracks me up. Yeah, if you've ever been to a misleading show... Oh, well, actually, to be fair, no, flip that on its head. If you've never been to a misleading show, you absolutely have to go because you will leave with absolute, like... <laughs> heartburn and your your sides like in stitches because it's so
1: funny still not over that moment when she poured a whole glass of purple vodka all over herself oh to the song purple rain
0: to to tell you the full story and leading into the fifth queen which was mercedes-benz who is also an absolute icon and you would have seen at the eurovision half i call it the eurovision halftime show you know their drag (laughs) performance
1: so sporty yeah
0: so that's mercedes-benz who actually it was with tamara as well and another queen um misdemeanor who's also fantastic but yeah I was sat at the brunch next to Mercedes Benz when Misleading was doing Purple Rain and yet yeah, filled a whole glass with neat <laughs> purple passion fruit vodka and held it up in the air. And Mercedes leant into me and said, If she finishes that drink, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and she did she down half it and then the last of it she poured into that massive wig of hers yeah yeah
1: wow wow <laughs> basically that is just a small insight into what an yeah. epic weekend we have had it's been non-stop events it's like no sleep another club bus club another club another club plane next place no sleep. It was been that the whole weekend. I'm a bit broken today.
0: It was literally that. I mean, I'm FaceTiming you right now, and it's like FaceTiming Gollum. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> but even Gollum looks better than what I look right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Actually,
0: yeah. I- yeah, and I'm not, I'm not going to rip you too much because I feel like you're um you're a bit delicate today.
1: Very delicate, very delicate.
0: Yeah, you were...
1: Uh, I know, I was messy, when not I?
0: You were next level, yeah. Yeah. And we, will, we will come back to that because <laughs> I am going to remind you of a few little things that you might have forgotten about. Oh,
1: no, don't. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. be reminded.
0: Podcast is the text yesterday. What actually happened that night? Because I've got absolute anxiety that I may have done this, this, and this. And I was like, you did do all those things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm, and so much worse than you're even describing it.
1: Podcasters, I don't know if you ever had that feeling. You know, we have drunk so much and you had that, like, anxious feeling. Yeah, been definitely riding that wave. And I've decided for the rest of the year, I'm putting the hole in wholesome. I'm not drinking anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: first of all, I did not know... (laughs) Didn't know where you're going that when you start talking about holes. Um, and you are wholesome. Absolutely not. I reckon for about four more days, until it gets to Friday, you'll be like, yeah, I'm wholesome. I'm going to have my avocado and poached egg on toast every morning. I am. Cup of tea, green tea before bed. Friday's going to come. I'm going to find you in Brewers on the pole
1: it's not happening i'm telling you the rest of this year i'm being that wholesome gay the plant dad gay that's what i'm going to be channeling this year so
0: you're gonna be drinking green tea and killing your houseplants that's what you're gonna be doing
1: (laughs) that's where you're gonna find me speaking
0: of your houseplants i actually did have a quick word with drag gardener oh yeah yeah and they do actually have some really good tips which we should share for people that because we have people writing in about houseplants so um we will definitely do that yeah because i I do feel like you need help i do i really do not just with the houseplants i just mean in general you need help (laughs) dr phil
1: (laughs) (laughs) so you know obviously i've been there helping you out this weekend doing bits and bobs and one of the things you asked me to do was be on the door for brunch (laughs) to welcome everyone in for drag brunch and i said benji what should i wear (gasps) i'm thinking the pink cape no and you said not the pink cape do not wear it
0: i said you can wear anything you want in fact you can be there butt naked in a (laughs) shiny speedo
1: dave rich style but you
0: will not be wearing that garish pink cape and what did you wear
1: the lovely pink cape made an <laughs> appearance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least I like, knew where you were at every minute because I could just sort of see you regardless because it was just like this twinkly pink
1: pink shiny sequins but I thought look if they're gonna be queuing they're like where's drag brunch they're gonna see me at the door and be like ah that's where drag brunch is so I feel like I tick the brief you're welcome
0: ah pink polyester number that must be the drag, <laughs> drag <brunch. laughs> oh my goodness yeah you did have me with that yeah you were you were brilliant this weekend I'm so pleased that you could have been there
1: oh, uh, to help with all the
0: events and so sort of yeah it was lovely not only just to have you know sort of like a a friendly ugly face but somebody just to look at it and be like Do you know what it could be worse i could look like him so it was so i'm so grateful that you were there for those moments I just, I just feel like the weekend was like two weeks long it felt like it was never ending
1: i'm still recovering even now is when i got off the plane saw you and you shoved a tinny in my hand and was like get this down your neck right now <laughs> that's true that general. i was like oh no not this like we're gonna drink wine at the pool and we're gonna chill by the pool for a couple of hours before the first Event, yeah, so we went to the pool and we were drinking wine with everyone, lovely. Yeah, the embarrassing moment happened where we popped out, didn't we? Uh, and we came back. I was like, right, I need to go back to the changing rooms. <gasps> I've actually <laughs> forgotten about this.
0: I, oh my goodness, I was actually like, where's it going with this story? I absolutely forgot this happened. Carry on. So we go to the changing room, actually, actually, just to stop you for a second, podcast is I was driving, so I was stone cold sober so in uh, fact i didn't drink the whole weekend until the sunday because i was i was working the whole weekend looking after the girls but um yeah carrot <laughs> no i need to set the scene wait play some music play some music so there we were the isle of jersey it was so warm the sun was out the sky was completely blue and me brad page three flesh Tamara Thomas, misleading and Mercedes-Benz were just relaxing by the pool, topping up our tans, having a little swim. Brad says, I just need to get something from the changing rooms. So I get my stuff and I walk with him to the dressing rooms. Brad over to you.
1: So, I walk in through the door and uh, I was like this doesn't look like the room we walked in on and then there is a basically a naked woman getting changed. I was like this is very bizarre. I don't know why we've got a naked woman in the in the male changing room, but it doesn't matter. We're in Jersey. It's all good. So I'm looking for my locker and I'm walking around. <laughs> you came in through the door, saw the naked woman and then was like, "Oh no." Gonna go back out. Yeah. And then after about five seconds, just here. Excuse me, this is the female changing (laughs) room
0: podcast all i heard was
1: oh my god uh, uh, uh. i didn't say ah uh, you just said ah oh my
0: goodness it was so funny you come out and you're like i've literally just been walking around this poor woman and her child getting changed <laughs> looking, looking, for my, <laughs> looking for my locker did not even come to my mind that I was in the wrong change room. but i was like i'll wait outside because i'm not actually getting changed and
1: then yeah sure enough <laughs> yeah chaos chaos already and that was before we'd even gone to the first event so it was all uh yeah it was all like that for pretty much the whole weekend
0: my favorite bit was that you're like <laughs> when we went back to the hotel and came back you were like <laughs> should i go back in and be like that that little um that gift that was going around of charity shop sue <laughs> i'm
1: back <laughs> <laughs> i'm back <laughs> don't have me in there too long or your shop will go down Pam, won't it <laughs> <laughs>
0: So good, so good. But anyway, we have even more stories to tell about this hilarious weekend, but we will tell you more about them after this very quick break. This episode is sponsored by rainbowlottery.co.uk.
1: Play now and support LGBTQ plus dreams.
0: Also, complete side note, this morning when I woke up, And late to record I went downstairs to make myself coffee and I was like I'm too tired I'm gonna make two mugs of coffee which is why I've got two mugs of coffee in front of me Uh and I was making it obviously when I'm in Jersey I stay at home (laughs) my mum just sees me making two mugs of coffee and then turning on and slowly going upstairs she just goes who's the other cup of coffee for (laughs) absolutely assuming that I've got somebody up here and I was like just for me (laughs) just both for me yeah I am that exhausted
1: quick story do you know Americans call it double fisting if you've got two drinks in one oh, hand? Okay, it's way too early for that sort of conversation.
0: <laughs> um, if you've got what, what, sorry, two drinks in one hand?
1: If you going to a party, it's like, okay, grab two drinks, it's a big night. They call it, oh, we, we, we're double fisting tonight because you've got a drink in each hand. Oh my. Now, obviously in the UK, that's a different term. We, yeah, we say double parked, right? If it's two drinks. Double parked. That is definitely what cool. you If
0: you've got two drinks. In one hand? Well, oh, you're double parked. If you're just drinking two drinks in general,
1: it's called double. you're double parked. Do you know what? I did not know that ever.
0: <gasps> I'm sure that's a thing. Podcasters, has anyone heard that before? <laughs> double parked. I
1: think you're just delirious on all the coffee.
0: No, I'm sure that's a thing. Or maybe there's loads of terms. I bet it's one of those things where there's loads of different examples, depending right. on what part of the country you're from. But if, if you have your own term when you're on two drinks... Write that in. I'm very interested. But I know it as I'm double parked. Because it's almost like, oh, can I get you a drink, Benji? But actually, I'm already double parked and I'll hold up two drinks.
1: That makes sense. That's quite cute, that. I'm double parked. Although I would have loved it if your mum this morning was like, Benji, you double (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) fisted." That timing was amazing as you took a sip of your coffee.
0: Oh my gosh, it came out my nose. (laughs) <laughs> i can oh my goodness i think it has i think it has actually come out the top of my nose i can, I can just smell coffee oh my goodness uk hun, UK, hun. oh oh gosh um Yeah. You know, i mean you've you've never been double poked your life a drink doesn't stay long enough in your hand i've seen you in a club
1: i know i know oh god can't even think about alcohol right now But can I just say, I know jokes aside, I'm so proud of you. You've had such a year, right? Because I know you're giving me the look and like, what are you doing? This is not part of the script. I'm throwing it in.
0: I'm actually giving him the wanker sign. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, what are you chatting shit about? No, honestly, as my bestie and, you know, people that listen to the podcast know the journey you've been on, especially this year when you worked for a very toxic person and had lots of mental health issues going on because it was just too much, right? And then you yeah. eventually made the leap to go freelance and there, for months and months, I was like, Benji, quit that job. it's not good for you. and yeah. you did it. and it just so happens you've gone freelance you've gone solo and you got booked by Channel Island's Pride to make yeah. a whole weekend of events and you fucking smashed it oh. so good. and um, me on the sides watching you excel and revel in it is just being so like humble i feel very proud of you oh thanks mate so podcasters if you are looking for an amazing event go to book by benji he's got (laughs) loads of fabulous queens and entertainers and artists on his books already and he's only just begun this is the what the first few months of you being freelance,
0: yeah, literally six weeks, yeah,
1: yeah, and you're already making headlines and headwaves. So honestly, God oh, bless you, super proud, thank you. And not only do you have Rue Girls on your books, amazing singers, artists, talent, you've also got Brad from a big gay podcast that comes with the package.
0: Oh yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> mm, and we need to talk about that because um, <laughs> I was going through the books and it's just it's filling up so fast. I've had to make a couple of cuts, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you. You can't sit with us. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, bless you. Well, gosh, thank you for the plug so early in the morning. I normally ask for drink and dinner before I ask somebody to plug me. But um, (laughs) I really do appreciate you saying that. It's, uh, yeah, I I guess going through the, the, I have chatted about before being that toxic environment for like, a long time mm. um I never actually realized how much it had affected me until I went solo and I was actually listening back to some of the podcast episodes and I just it feels like a different time for one thing but also it was definitely damaging my constant mood and personality and I think as with everything over the last three years being able to do this podcast with you, mate, has been such like a, a therapy in itself and being able to talk to you about all these dilemmas on and off air um has been sort of invaluable so obviously thank you very much for all your support and thank you so much for coming channel and prize it was so much fun and yeah booked by benji who knows where it's going but um i'm yeah i'm really grateful thank you so much it was a it was a whirlwind it really was
1: no and it's exciting times and also as a queer person um making their way in the world and going freelance running a, a queer business essentially yeah you know you're paving the way for future people that want to do their own work yeah in a, in a queer spectacle you know and you're 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 doing that so on sunday night when after the final event had finished and we all went and uh, celebrated with you that was yeah i felt very proud
0: oh bless you thank you yeah i mean it all took a bit of a turn didn't it that night <laughs> messy night wasn't it messy night and i'm so sorry (laughs) to tell this story and if you're eating i'd put your fork down just for a second because it, it was a sunday afternoon after the brunch and we had a few hours to spare obviously everyone got on it everyone was partying i was finally able to start drinking so i wasn't gonna have to drive we had no more obligations for the drag queen so i was basically off the clock i just had to sort of half keep an eye on them and make sure they sort of had dinner had a good time Well, we had dinner, we all went out, we had a lovely time and then we came back to the hotel and also in our group. (laughs) So the five drag queens, myself, we had Brad, and we also had another member of our team called Pete, who came over to help film things, not just genuinely help with the the running of the weekend from the podcast point of view. Um, And anyway, throughout the night, Pete was sat there, obviously quite trollied because he'd, he'd been spending t- a lot of time with you. Yeah. And you were also quite trashed but I feel like you're quite, well I know you are, you're quite a pusher on a night out. You will just like put more drinks in front of somebody and make them take it. But
1: Pete is the same. When we get together we egg each other on so, so much and we end up playing stupid games. Remember we tried to play that shady game with everyone and
0: <gasps> Okay podcasters, here's a bit of tea for you. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I would not actually going tell this <laughs> on the podcast but here we are. We were all around the dinner table in a privately owned very small like italian restaurant <laughs> where english was not the first language of anybody being absolute loud yobs we'd been asked to be quiet like three or four times the owner was like can we keep it down a little bit um and brad is like i know let's start playing a, dr- uh, a drinking game and ask questions so the question started off quite tame like um or oh, if you could you know be any other celebrity who would it be and why yada, yada. it gets the Brad's turn and
1: brad what was your question Who do you want to fuck around this table and why?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me making absolute eyes with the drag queens across the table. Like, no, (laughs) absolutely (laughs) not. So then we changed. It. I was like, no, I literally stood up. I was like, no, we're not doing that. It's really unprofessional. Change the question. And then your backup question, which borderline even worse, was, okay, if you had to force retire someone's career around this table, why? <laughs> Who would it be and why? I was like, oh my goodness. So straight away, the queens jumped in like, okay, we'll do that. But like with UK drag queens, not just people around the table, because <laughs> that would have been so embarrassing. Um, but that that was—they had some juicy answers, but obviously not going to share those. But it was so funny. Brad just wanted to throw people under the bus and wanted juicy gossip.
1: It's called the shady game, and the object of the game. and Me and Pete, we play it. It's um, you got to ask the most outrageous questions, and whoever gets furthest on is the winner, basically. So you got to go in hard. I've played that before at work drinks, and the question was, okay, who do you think needs to be fired from their job today, and why? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not this that is yeah that is chaos
1: i played that once uh for family drinks actually with my mom and i made her <laughs> go around and was like which family members got the worst quality and why <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> she told me she's like i'm not playing that game <laughs> yeah too right i wouldn't play that game either
0: um well we did all get to know each other very well so i mean that did work in, in a sense but anyway we finished dinner finished drinks went back to the hotel um a couple of us went to bed and the rest of us stayed um, Pete was absolutely trolled, was just sat there, like comatosed on one of the sofas in the hotel, like just with this permanent, very small little smile on his face. And like, he wasn't <laughs> blinking. He was just staring into space and Mercedes turned to me and was like, she's not okay. <laughs> she needs to go to bed. And I was like, yeah, she definitely does. But we'll keep an eye. Anyway, Pete then gets up and was like, I'm just going to the toilet. Pete, are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Goes to the toilet. Was a good like 20 minutes came back sat down you're right pete yeah i feel much better i'm not gonna lie i was sick but i feel better for it we're like fine tactical whatever we move on 10 minutes later misleading actually i need the toilet goes downstairs <laughs> i then see five minutes later i see misleading come up these steps so where we were sat was like <laughs> next to this big grand staircase that went downstairs to toilets I see the top of her hair coming up and then she comes up these stairs and just has her arm completely stretched out and a finger pointing, slowly walks across the lobby of the hotel, just pointing at Pete, (laughs) gets in the room and just stares at him pointing. And Pete just looks at misleading and goes, don't. She went, she went, you dirty fuck. (laughs) She went, you have been sick all over the stairs. And you have filled up one of the basins in the toilet. <laughs> and he was like, no, I haven't. I went, Pete, is that true? No. She was like, yes, it fucking is. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, that is disgusting. What the hell have you been eating? It looks like beef stew everywhere. Oh. Yeah. It was bad, really bad. Like trying to get it down the sink was near impossible.
1: Yeah, we tried to clear it up, didn't we? We we did the best we could. Yeah,
0: I sent you both down. I was like, you both get down those stairs and you clean up all of it. You're an embarrassment. <laughs> like nobody else is awake in the hotel, right? It's like 2am, 3am. When they wake up in the morning, it's going to be so evident that it was us. <laughs> so bad it was just it was the point you You. (laughs) don't don't (laughs) so good so good
1: oh god i mean but the whole weekend we had some messy nights in that hotel bar didn't we even the the first night the red arrows you know the the english red arrows (gasps) had to put one of the drag queens back to bed because they couldn't get back by themselves you know it (laughs) was (laughs) it was that weekend
0: not us doing a shout out and like last week's episode like we're not always about alcohol and drinking and this weekend being absolute carnage but it is our last one for yeah. a while isn't it we're gonna wholesome be... gaze,
1: gays i told you yeah wholesome gaze gays from now onwards this is it
0: you watch i'm gonna go on like a yoga vegan retreat cool i'm here for it and be miserable but i'm gonna go there <laughs> <laughs> no and then um yeah and then the monday morning came which i to to get you all to the airport don't even talk to me about the airport i i can't feel like
1: you should share your airport story with everyone This is honestly the worst situation I've ever been in in my life. So we go to the airport. I'm pretty, I'm well, very hungover. Yeah. We get checked in. We all sit on the the seats. We're ready to go. I'm at the very back uh, in the corner because I just wanted to be by myself. But the plane is full everywhere. Every seat's taken up. They start to do the announcement. You know, exits are here, 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 et cetera. And all of a sudden I felt my stomach churn (laughs) and I was like, I'm actually going to be sick, but oh, you no. can't get up out of your seat because of the seatbelt signs so on. The plane is starting to move, and we're about to take off, so no one can get out. And also, the the plane is packed, so I'm gonna have to ask people to stand up for me to get <laughs> out. And I was like, this is just not an option. I can't go to the toilet and throw up right now. So I'm just going to have to just breathe it in, breathe it in and, uh, you know, try and suppress it. You told me you're eyeing up your backpack. Like if I'm going to be
0: sick, it's going to have to be in my own bag.
1: This is what I was thinking. I was like, the toilet's not an option. <laughs> Getting up my seat is not an option. So where could I be sick? If I- the worst case happens, <laughs> my designer rucksack is next to me on the, under the mistake. Fake, <laughs> <laughs> Fake designer, give it its full title, please. <laughs> And I thought, it's going to have to be in the rucksack. If I'm going to throw up, it's going to be there. You know that scene in Bridesmaids where they've all got food poisoning? Oh, my and goodness. And the sweat is dripping. And she's like, Are you hungry? She's Are
0: you shooting at food poisoning from that grey meat? Actually, I'm hungry. <laughs> Would you like a sugared almond? I would love one
1: <laughs> But you know the sweat is pouring off That is basically what happened to me And the woman sat next to me She turned and look to me And I was like Don't Don't I can't She knows But
0: also the smell on that plane Not that you're all unwashed and dirty But the smell of alcohol Coming out of your pores Because even in the drive To the airport Because I took you My car smelled like vodka and tequila and regret Yeah And I was like That plane With all of you on one plane Is going to absolutely Honk Yeah
1: Yeah <laughs> Now, luckily the worst didn't happen, but that feeling and also you know when you wanna be sick, but in your set in your mind you're saying, Don't be sick, yeah. don't be sick. But then it makes you wanna be sick even more, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's trying to think of everything else anyway, managed to just breathe it out. And- do you do that
0: thing where you like really hard wiggle your toes? Yes, yeah. That's what I do. I just like wiggle my feet and
1: wiggle my toes
0: because for some reason that makes you feel like I'm concentrating on that rather than being sick.
1: Uh-huh. Gripping the hand rests, yeah. Breathing. Like, no, don't do this. Don't do this. Oh, no. Can you imagine? Never want to be in that position ever, ever again. And I'm blaming you for such an amazing weekend. Oh, I
0: see. Well, maybe. (laughs) I don't think I put like force fed you a drink since Friday when you landed I was like here, here's one tinny for the whole weekend <laughs> but somehow it's my fault okay oh gosh that, I can't think of anything worse to be honest than being stuck on a plane and it's always so hot yeah and yeah. like claustrophobic Darren
1: I'm claustrophobic Darren listen gonna I don't me. get it
0: oh gosh I don't yeah oh I don't envy you in that situation yeah
1: not the one but it's fine we live we're moving forward with our lives and we're being wholesome and I'm very excited to do the wholesome journey with you can't wait yeah
0: well we've got some fun things uh, coming up actually to finish this season but we'll tell you all about those after this very quick break
1: hey Brad oh hi Benji Brad what's on your mind oh nothing Benji Just daydreaming, I guess.
0: What are you daydreaming about this time? A thicker hairline?
1: Not today. Oh,
0: then what is it?
1: I just wish I could do more to support the community without breaking the bank. Oh, and dreaming of true love's kiss. Well, you're in luck. Because you can do more to support the community. Really? How? By playing the Rainbow Lottery, of
0: course. You can play from as little as one pound, and fifty percent of all tickets goes towards an LGBTQ plus organisation that you get to choose. What? And every week you could win up to twenty five thousand pounds, as well as other fantastic prizes. So
1: when you play, you really do help support the community.
0: Exactly. And I've won twice already.
1: Where can I get tickets?
0: Just head over to rainbowlottery.co.uk. It's super easy.
1: Oh, do you think the rainbow the Rainbow Lottery can also get me true love's kiss.
0: I doubt it. Oh. Play the Rainbow Lottery today from as little as £1 to win big and
1: help some incredible courses. The Rainbow Lottery, supporting LGBTQ plus dreams.
0: Players must be 18 and over, always play responsibly. Wet dreams not included.
1: Well, Benji, that's it. That was our last Pride engagement of the year. How do you feel?
0: Oh, do you know what? This year has been so great. We we sort of came a little bit late to the party. I think with saying that we wanted to go around the country and watch as many Prizes we like we could. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually we did manage to get quite a few in. Uh, and I know this weekend has been the last one, which aligns pride, but we've been just so many different pride events. I feel very, I don't know. I feel quite, I don't use the word wholesome. I feel like you've taken that word. <laughs> <laughs> you said it way too many times this episode already, but I feel really like, I feel really good. I feel very happy, but, um, I also know how important the prides are, not only for local communities, but actually as the bigger picture. And mm. we've still got a long way to go. It's it's not just for us, like because we're very lucky in our position that we can celebrate 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 <laughs> pride. Oh my goodness, celebrate pride! Um, Because there are still so many places around the world that they don't have that freedom that we do not not only freedom of speech, but freedom of expression as well. Yeah. So uh, we've got to keep fighting that fight, not just for us, not just for our hometowns to have a gay old time and come out in a lovely, well. I was going to say a lovely pink cape, but it was not allowed.
1: <laughs> I've got that covered, so
0: you already? You know, not everyone come outside in their cheap H&M pink cape. So <laughs> no, no, serious note, serious note. We do need to keep doing it for those people that cannot celebrate. So, um, but interestingly enough, actually Mercedes-Benz did an amazing, amazing speech on the main stage of Lion and Pride, um, where she kind of highlighted a few of these points um and actually i think we've got the soundbite now now listen you've got to keep coming out supporting all the charities all the hard work because the work is not done we are very lucky to live where we
1: live be able to appreciate and embrace each other there are other countries that are absolutely the opposite of what's happening we need to continue fighting for everyone
0: Yes. Have a good time. Yes. Celebrate with your friends. Yes. Celebrate yourself and express yourself how you want to be in whatever outfit, whatever, however you feel that you are, come out and show us and be your colorful or authentic self, but do never forget for one second that not everyone gets to do this. So do not ever take it for granted. It is such an important thing. And as much as we fought for it, sadly, if the wrong people get into government, it could so so quickly be taken away from us. Mm. So make sure you are voting for the right parties. Your vote is so important and it is so powerful and it will be heard by people. So yeah pride is great but remember this is although much more peaceful these days it is still a protest for absolute equality throughout the world
1: absolutely i mean you've hit the nail on the head you said that beautifully the only thing i'm just going to add on to what you've said so brilliantly is uh the word ally and what that means i have really oh, yeah. learned a lot about what a true ally is this year and it's not the companies that slap a rainbow sticker on for mm. the summer season and say yeah we support lgbtq plus no it's the companies that yeah okay put a rainbow sticker on and then donate x amount of money towards stonewall or towards the charities that are helping to fight the fight and, and and channel the cause forward yeah and even as we were talking about the other day booking holidays i now this year google what are the lgbtq plus laws in this place mm. oh they're not great well then i'm not going to go to that country and spend my money there i will yeah. go to a country that does accept me for who i am yeah being a true ally I've really learned this year and we'll take that forward in making sure that those people are part of our community.
0: So true. Only fund the communities that support your your lifestyle 100%. And just the final thing on that, because um, that actually is something that I'm very passionate about, having a retail company I call it rainbow washing. I don't know the exact term, but that's what I call it. And it is, it's when it's pride month and people think I'm going to whack out, put a little rainbow in the window display. And that's me supporting. No, it isn't. And I know there are huge high street chains that if you apply for a job there, you still have to tick a box. Are you male or female? And you still have to wear a uniform depending on if you're either, and and, I mean, either and only male or female, and it's not right. Mm -hmm. And you are not an ally. And you do not deserve to fly that flag if you are making people put themselves into a box that they don't feel comfortable in. Um, And finally, there was one person I spoke to over the weekend at Pride who uh, they were going through an HR issue. It wasn't actually them that was in trouble, it was somebody else. But throughout the discussion, he said that he does um, drag on the side. And they said, oh, that's really interesting. If we knew that you were a drag queen on the side, we would never have given you this job. Mm. And... This is 2023. Yeah, And that's not even his full-time job. It's a, it's essentially a hobby for him and he does it very well. But to be told that that sort of thing would have stopped you having a career, which has nothing to do with being a drag queen. And although I won't say what the job was, it really would not have affected anything. Um, yeah, it's appalling. So we need to push that equality. So if you work for a company and they start whipping out the, the rainbow flag... I very much recommend you going to the top and saying, well, what are you actually doing to support yeah. gay people? And do you actually know what it means to be an ally? Yeah. I think it's a really good point, mate. Well done for bringing that up.
1: I think we should expose some of these companies coming forward. Benji and Brad oh expose. Watch this space. Well, we
0: have discussed that in the past, we have. haven't we? But yeah. It may, it may well happen, but. Um, yeah.
1: Cause I have some juicy stories. Yeah. Let's
0: get a couple more lawyers on our side first and just have a <laughs> check what we can and cannot yeah. say. But I, I'm fully, I'm fully there with you. Let's, let's, not even name and shame let's just call them out so people know Mm -hmm. what they're dealing with and and where to support because yeah there are some food chains now some supermarkets that I will not shop at because I know they do not support the LGBTQ plus stuff but anyway we're digressing and we're going to finish this on a high but podcasters that is all we have time for on this week's episode of my Big Gay Podcast if you have enjoyed this episode please head over to our Instagram like I said we're coming to the end of our season but we will of course be keeping active and uh, keeping out stories of what we're getting up to on the Instagram it's at Big Gay Podcast please keep an eye on our website as well sign up to our mailing list because we have some events that we'd love for you to attend in London and the surrounding areas as well
1: not only that as we are coming to the end of the season we have some special guests joining us as we celebrate season 5 of my Big A podcast I can't wait
0: absolutely Pride this year has been incredible for us and we cannot wait to attend even more next year Um, and yeah just meet new people see new communities and like I said keeping that protest going but like I said that's all we have time from this week's episode until next time see see you next next wednesday Wednesday.
1: okay so benji now that you've gone freelance and running book by benji yeah i've got a couple of events that i would like to pitch to you okay let's hear him so you know you got magic mike yeah i'm thinking magic brad okay the only way that
0: would work is if people pay you to put more clothes on (laughs) because ain't nobody want to see you strip Also, imagine the rain in that stage and the rain scene when they were like sexy and where your hair would melt. back <laughs> to what happened in Brighton when you started melting.
1: True that. Okay, fine, fine. Brad Von Tees burlesque
0: what like a sexy dance number you got it okay we could use that at the end of the night to clear the club quickly because I've seen you (laughs) dance in a club and there's (laughs) nothing sexy about it do you know what to be honest with you I'll give you a really good job tip you know how you feel when you catch aeroplanes like this weekend yeah I think you should get a job with queasy jet (laughs) (laughs) and if they're not accepting why don't you go for british blocked airways
1: (laughs) (laughs) My Big Gay Podcast would love, love, love to thank this month's subs. I mean subscribers. Who are the following? Becky B, Vasilis, Jay, William Mealy, Jack, Joe Brown.
0: As well as Richard, Mark, Tommy... Kendrick, Rob Houghton, Michael Leonard, and Marty.
1: By subscribing, you're helping to keep my Big Gay podcast free and accessible to the LGBTQ community around the world. Yes.
0: And thanks to your generosity, we're now able to make the podcast transcribed so that those that are hard of hearing can also enjoy the podcast. It only costs less than a cup of coffee a month and you can cancel at any time. Well, if you really want to. And don't forget, you'll also be added to our close friends list on Instagram for extra content just for your eyes.
1: Oh, Benji, you're not going to make me put up nudes, are you? No, mate,
0: we're trying to thank our following, not send them running.